one communion is saying we're the only communion, and I think the, the other one will be saying the same thing, yeah, yes. functionally. Yes. And it's going to be. But if all the members be, of each communion said it at the same time, one would be dramatically louder than the other. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Welcome to the Stand Firm Podcast. I'm Nick Lannon of Grace Anglican Church in Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm here with Matt Kennedy of the Anglican Church of the Good Shepherd in Binghamton, New York, J.D. Koch of St. Luke's Anglican Church in Hilton Head, South Carolina. We are coming to you, as we have been, from Kigali, Rwanda at the fourth GAFCON conference. This is our third dispatch from a hotel room. Uh, Tonight, we've got David Old with us of St. John's Anglican Cathedral Parramatta in Sydney, Australia. Guys, big doings today. We heard the draft conference statement read and then had regional feedback groups about the contents. We can't say a ton since it's not public yet, but we can say some things. What did you guys think? I mean, I, th- I personally thought it was a very solid, very solid statement. Th- things I've wanted GAFCON to say for the last 15 years, they've said. And I, I know that the Church of England's decision has prompted it, but I, I'm just... In so far as the statement that we all interacted with today is remains intact, and the one that we were worried about, like remember on Monday when we said our concern yeah. was that somehow we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't do anything something yeah. like this. But if, if this remains intact, yeah, that's the question. It's firmed up, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really, the the the, the, the to, 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 to tonight, the different provinces got together in their own delegations and discussed the, the document. So the the most. I would say the most uh, questionable province was the ACNA. And how is that? <laughs> so, so in, oh, in, in, we can talk about the English. Maybe the English. I can tell you some stuff about but, yeah. but we came out okay. And so, and so and, and the document remained fairly intact after our meeting. And we should say so, that our, these regional responses were only suggestions, not actual right. changes to no, the yeah, document. No, yeah. We didn't. I mean, of course, we're not. Baptists or yeah, Catholics. Like the Jesus Seminar. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, the black green, green, <laughs> green, 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 right. green. So the primates can just say, "Oh no, we're not going to say any of this." We're going to do that. So, yeah. um, but, they but, just stay strong. Yeah, and I think they will. But I mean, even our even our delegation didn't put forward anything that was radically different than what the what the statement I, said. I sat in the Australian room and it was much the same. It, it was, I mean, some of it was pedantry, but I'm, I'm thinking every, every group would be like that. I spoke to someone who said in the Nigerian room they were debating which translation of the Bible uh, to use. To quote, to which one uh, person then quipped to me, well, it's best that they're, they're actually debating that, which doesn't matter, the natural the substance yeah, of the, right, um, right, right, of right. the thing. Uh, but in the Australian room, yeah, it, it was the same thing. It was, it was technicalities about something. Can we firm that up? That's not quite logical. Uh, what was really interesting to me was that uh, we were one of the rooms, and I suspect there were others, which actually wanted some of the language about the Archbishop of Canterbury, which was fairly strident anyway, to get even stronger. Well, to actually really emphasize quite what the uh, his abrogation of his duties. Is it, we, um, we, we, we consider that word abrogation and yeah. Um, was it abdication, word, abdication. 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 That's yeah. right. He's, oh, he's, uh, abrogation. Yeah, no, abrogation oh. and abdication. Fair <laughs> I'm going to put it all there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, it is. It is going to be, um, you know, Welby's, I mean, sad. It's not a good day legacy. to be the Archbishop of Canterbury no, today, is it? Sad. <laughs> right. You know, because you've had, you had Rowan Williams, who at least 
at least, you know, said something, or at least tried to, with the discipline of the Episcopal Church and things. But, like, but um, I think it's safe to say that, I mean, it would be terrible to be the Archbishop who, who oversaw the, the actual breakup of the Anglican well, Union, which he may, in fact, be. But can I say, is he, he, nobody to blame but himself. I talked to English guys 10 years ago in Nairobi, and, and they said, that they went and said to Welby, we just need you to know, we are going to, if, if you hold the line, we will stand with you. Yeah. Uh, it'll be rough, but there will never be a day when you look back over your shoulder and not know that your brothers are standing with you. Mm. But if you don't hold the line, there is nothing we can do for you. And they added, and here's the thing you need to know, the guys you're trying to please are not your friends. They will eat you for That's breakfast. Right. That's right. Well, okay. well, he found and he's finding that out now. Well, that, now, now here he is. And he could still tomorrow do the right thing. Well, but I don't, I don't okay, so I, back in 2012 when he was appointed, I, I can't remember the date exactly, but I went back, I was still writing for Stan Firm, hmm back then and I went back and read some of the articles that he'd written as a bishop yeah. and um, one of those articles was featured in the Virginia diocesan newsletter okay. and, and, uh, and in that article he was talking about how the, the controversy we have over sexuality is adiaphora right. it's not it's not an essential issue so so that he had that position before mm. he became Archbishop of Canterbury. Mm. I think that's probably why he was appointed. Because oh, he's, totally. Yeah. You know, you but can't what you heard have, publicly seen, is that I've he was the evangelical choice. I, that's why it was, it was so frustrating because I kept, I, I, write, I wrote article after article just posting these things he'd written Strong before. Strong things on the internet. And nobody listened to me. <laughs> no, sure. Nobody listened to me. <laughs> so here's a question, David, I have for you. Is that there, sure. was a, there was a discussion, and it's a perennial one, and one that we have often addressed. Of, um, in our group about trying to decenter the conversation, for lack of a better word, over away from the question of same-sex unions and yeah. sort of sexual perversion. Yeah. And um, that was interesting for us because there was this idea that perhaps we needed to say um, well, our disagreements were larger so that it would sort of mitigate the, the emphasis over the that's, sexual perversion. We're, we're already ex- known as homophobes. Why that's exactly, we, yeah. no, no, that happened exactly in our room as well. Okay. Uh, uh, somebody, uh, um, picture, picture them right now. Uh, she said, let's, let's, let's not have any sense that that is the ultimate issue. Let's just, we, there are moments where we want to go, it is ultimately the walking, walking away from scripture that's the issue. So that was raised in our, in our sense yes. as well. The, the pushback on that was, well, yes, but we just can't lose the sense of what they're presenting each That's right. Well, that's why I keep telling people, I mean, we, and we've talked about this from the beginning, there's, a, there's this idea um, that there's, so, there's, a, there's a, a kind and gentle way to explain to a unbelieving, um, sexually perverse world that what they're doing is sinful. Yeah. It somehow will not be met with with anger and um, yeah, and um, backlash, yes. it's like is it, it's as if we had a yes. we didn't have a, a book that said the law provokes wrath. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, we're, the, we're the bad guys now. We're the we're, we are the stench of death. That's right. Yeah. Well, this is where and this is what we were talking about this at dinner. It's like it, 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 when people offer that critique or at least that that caution, it makes me wonder if they've ever actually tried to to articulate the biblical understanding of of sin with respect to sexuality yeah. to anyone at all. The it's problem like, is the you actually, way you're doing it. That's right. That's right. Like, that's have, right. You, have you actually ever yeah. tried this? Because yeah. you have, you can try this in, you know, you can, you can be like a, a you know, a, a balloon gram or something. You know, you can be <laughs> yes. like, you can put a, a cake. Singing, a singing yeah. Valentine. Yeah, you could get Matt to that, tap dance. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And I was, cause, cause I have tried and we've talked, and we've talked about this a lot, but, but it was just, it, it struck me again tonight because it said, you know, we are not, 
the um, the church that is that is quote unquote anti gay exclusively, although that is the presenting issue. Right. That's where it is. Yeah. Is that the anthropological sexual issue is the presenting issue, and so um, I, you know, buckle up if you if you if you're worried about getting called a yeah. hater yeah. or something. Yeah. In this you're respect, gonna get you're going to. Right. It doesn't right. matter how nicely you say. It. There's a guy in, in um, there's a guy in in Australia called Stephen McAlpine who you guys really should get to know. He's written a book published. Oh, I couldn't tell you why. It's called Being the Bad Guys. It was Australian Christian Book of the Year last year. Uh-huh. And, and he actually, that's his whole thesis. Uh, it's summarized, in this, get it's summarized in, in this way. We're not in Athens. We're not at the Arab, Areopagus in Athens. This isn't a nice family debate. This is a cage you will not persuade them you will not persuade them by being nice that's right well I mean we don't need to be we don't need to be um, you know cruel oh, or, that doesn't or, mean go out of your way to be mean it, right, just mean it just means that we don't have to so wordsmith our things right. I mean this is what but, but it did make yeah. me so a couple of people right. stood up in our group and were concerned about the tone um, and I just I mean I don't have any relationship with them I respect that position to a certain degree but I wanted to go up to them and be like give me a you know I want like tell me the last time you actually tried to tell someone this, yeah, right. and then weren't called you know a homophobe a hater a yes. transphobe whatever the case I mean, we, but also, we also call the house of bishops a brood of vipers yeah <laughs> that's right. well, that but, but also there's this like there's there's this idea that homosexuality is just one sin among many and then you have Gay person after lay person, and sometimes even clerics, saying that that this is just one among many sins. Well, no, not it's not really just one among many sins. In fact, in Romans one, it's 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 highlighted as the marker. It's of the epitome of the rejection of created order. Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's what it says. And, and then sexual sins in general, you know, yeah. are are held to a different standard. Doesn't yeah. mean that all look all sin can be forgiven. There's no. There's not. That's right, not a of question. Course. But there are ramifications and and penalties in in our bodies and in our in our sort of relational world that are certainly um, have different degrees. I mean there's no question about that. So yes. you have you have sexual so you so sexual sin, right, in, in First Corinthians six is That's held right. out in general right. as, as a unique. more yeah. unique one. But then among the sexual sins, homosexuality is is highlighted right. in Romans one. Well, because it, it is right. It's the, it's the epitome of the rejection of the creator yeah. creature distinction, yeah. and that's how it is. And it's, it's an, and it's hide idolatry. And it's the new religion in Western society. It's, right. it's, it's literally now what you bow down. I was I had to go back to the UK in a hurry um, uh, earlier this year, and one of the things I, I, I noticed is flipping rainbow rainbow zebra crossings, you know, uh, pedestrian crossings, uh, and you go first of all one. Do you know if you need to stop or not? That's going to be dangerous. <laughs> right. Ironically, it was at the hospital. We'll leave your color. <laughs> so if it all went wrong, there'd be someone right, right on the side. <laughs> but I actually remember saying to the person I was with, you, you know, you know, it's a religion. Well, we had someone happened. in the yeah. states. We had someone in the states who pulled a, a donut, you know, did the skid marks on their car on a rainbow crossing, and oh, they were uh, well, that was arraigned for hate crime. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I don't think it was technically charged as a hate crime. That was what was online. Oh, but wow. I think it was. But it was charged with a criminal offense, that's which right. leaving Just skid marks on the road is generally not. Doing a donut. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That's a rite of passage in most cultures. <laughs> but I do, I do think that we are, you know, as promised, like we are at a moment that, that could be, in retrospect, quite pivotal. Um, you know, we've seen, and we can talk about this, we know, we've seen what's called the, the Global South, which is, a, which is a, a movement, a collection of provinces, conservative, 
and GAFCON, uh, which there's a lot of overlap. Would it be worth catching out for our listener briefly yeah, you what might. those Give two us, phrases you... refer to, the Global South okay, on the GAFCON. one hand and sure. GAFCON on the other? Sure. So the, um, the GAFCON, we, I think, it's the Global Anglican Future Conference, which essentially was born in 2008, wasn't it, out of our, our bishops and then others who said, well, we can't go to Lambeth, but we need to do something. Uh, let's meet together. Jerusalem's a great place to go. Mm-hmm. Let's go there. And they met together and they had the Jerusalem uh, Declaration and the statement that, that went with it. And that's kind of now formed this movement of, of, of some of the orthodox in the communion. Uh, and it's probably the slightly more conservative movement in, in some ways. But the Global South Fellowship is also this, this other um, yeah. slightly broader movement which captures more people from, from, from the global south. But there's a ton of overlap. There's huge amounts of, uh, huge amounts of overlap. And you, and, and, and you, and you, would, have pre- you would have previously thought, uh, uh, um, uh, is one softer than the other? Uh, uh, but what's really interesting is after the Church of England went a little bit nuts, so um, it was the global south that came out first with, with their very, very strong statement. Uh, and partially because those are the guys who went to Lambeth, right. which a lot of the Gathon guys said that we just, we just can't do. But basically, they got lied to by Welby. They got yeah. treated. They got treated like you know. The rumor before that was that the Gafcon movement was more interested in separation, and the Global South movement was more interested in sort of working from the inside. Well, it, it has been more it clearly. I think when you look at it, it's been more interested in trying to keep it all together. Right. And, and, and and to work hard, and so you know they had the the Cairo. Um, uh, oh, communicate, communicate. Communi- no, yeah. not the communicate. Uh, but the, the, they had this Cairo statement, which is basically that the charter. No, can't think of the word now. Um, it's been a long, long day, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, um, which is setting out their their framework for how the 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 communion can the communion can work. But they've been slightly more institutional, lent slightly more towards the 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 Anglo Catholic uh, way as well. Gafcon is has basically ended up They're being informed, an, an evangelical yeah. organization. Yeah, we're actually not speaking tomorrow night, which is uh, yeah. yeah about about the Reformation and grandeur. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love, yeah, that. Yeah. I love that. I remember sitting with Jack Iker, um ten years ago in, in a blessed Nairobi, memory in Nairobi, and and Jack. Um, uh, gee, he's a great guy, isn't he? Um, I think uh, a mutual friend of ours once said they, they swing low on him. Uh, um, and, um, and, uh, Can we say that? Yeah, but he said he actually, he actually felt like, he actually felt like um, it, it, it wasn't his place. It, it was, it, he was out of place here. Like he, there was all, a shared orthodoxy, but it was a very clearly evangelical organization, but the Global South is probably more, had more of that the broader Anglo-Catholic uh, feel to it. But what's been really surprising is the way that they've kind of come together. Yeah. The Global South beat back onto the punch on, on the Church of England stuff, and now they're, they're, they're here. The main players are here. That's, that's what fully I Fully participate. Amen. Well, that, and that's what I think, I mean, I couldn't really believe. I wish I had been a, a fly on the wall there, as they say, in the um, in that meeting. Oh, Primates. my word. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah, Because they, yeah. they would just, like, tip the collars off and, like, let's figure this out. Well, and, and I think they did. There was a significant moment, wasn't there, yesterday, uh, when they pulled us all together as clergy and laity while the bishops were meeting in another room, and they and they had their first kind of, well, tell us what you kind of want. Uh, and and at the, towards the start of that meeting, a, a delegate from Uganda stood up yeah. and said, I would just like GAFCON and the Global South to speak with one voice. Yes. And what happened at that moment? Yeah. Applause. The room erupted. Yeah. Yeah. They loved it. And, and the chair of that, Bishop Condi from Tasmania, said, I'll be taking that back yeah. to, to, to the primates. And, it's, and they kind of, it's like last afternoon, they sat down and they said, right, let's do this. Because, because back when the, the Episcopal Church first uh, uh, consecrated 
King Robinson, mm. the assumption on the part of a lot of people was, okay, the global South is speaking as one, as one voice, right. and and there was no Gafcon at that point. Yeah, it, was, right. it was just it was just global South bishops, yeah. and so when Gafcon was formed and some of the global South bishops didn't join in, yeah. that was hugely discouraging. Yes. I remember in, in two thousand, well, and, and it's perpetuated yeah. cynicism even within yeah. our own church. I mean, I right. have actually I just had the conversation the other night about some friends of mine that uh, were remain nameless, but who aren't here. And one of the reasons why they had no interest in coming was in part because they said, "Well, Gafcon and Global South are never going to get together. It's all going to, it's all going to fall apart." And I was actually pretty discouraged by that statement because at the time, um, you know, I didn't want them to think they were right. But yeah. it didn't. It didn't seem likely. It would be it just for Amer- an American analogy. It would be like if all of the communion partner bishops who have committed to stay in the Episcopal Church suddenly decided, okay, this this is a step too far. That's right. We are not going to be in the Episcopal Church anymore. We're joining the ACNA or we're, we're going to find awesome. some kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. new organization. That, that should happen, actually. Right. That should happen, right? Which we won't want our breath, right? Miracles, you know. Um, and it has been kind of seismic. We, we, I've been working this week with uh, a thing called the Heart of Gafcon, which has been... Uh, coming out of a thing called The Pastor's Heart. Yeah, with Dominic Steele. With Dominic yeah, Steele, right? So he's asked me to come and help uh, produce that and be one, of, be one of the hosts with him. And so we've been doing interviews with lots of different people um, uh, throughout the day and panel discussions at night. Uh, and so, of course, one of the things we've really been keen to do is to talk to Badi Arama, the, the chair from South Sudan of of the Global South, and Renis Panaya, who's the former Bishop of Singapore, who's their general secretary. Uh, and it's, they've been... Who's very think, strong, that guy. Well, yeah, he is, but it's, I think it's fair to say the first couple of days we just couldn't get them, and they didn't want to talk, and I think they were just cautious of saying anything before they'd had this big meeting together. But this morning, uh, we got them, but first we got, um, we got Archbishop Wong, who's the primate of the Indian Ocean, and can I just say, uh, it was the most remarkable interview. He went to town, yeah, it. It he went to town on the Archbishop of Canterbury, but then he basically said, my heart's desire is that Gafcon and the Global South become one. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, Okay, and so he's talking about all this sort of stuff. And next up we had Badi Arama, and we were told, he just doesn't want to talk about the politics, he just wants to talk about South Sudan and ministry, and so we did that sort of stuff. And before long, we got him talking about how he really, really wants Global South and GAFCON to be coming together. And then Renis Panaya came in, who I yesterday I didn't, didn't even have on my list, but he was like, all right, I'll do one. Oh, okay. And he comes on and he starts talking about the practicalities of making that happen. Wow. So something happened yesterday. Amen. And we were fortunate enough to be the first guys to, 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 to break that, uh, that, that, that open. But something, shift, something shifted. And I think part of it is not just that they genuinely needed to wait till they'd met together formally to go, this is what we want to do. But there's a clear sense in the conference that that's what the conference wants. Yes. Yeah. Right? And, and we so, do represent, I mean, the leadership, the lay and cleric leadership of, the, of these various provinces. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not just a... It's not just a random assortment of people. Uh, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. And we did come a long way. Like, <laughs> we came a long way. We care a lot about this. Someone's going to listen to me. <laughs> right. like, like, no, I don't think it's right. just like, you know, straw poll of your, like, nominal <laughs> Christmas. Right. You know, Christmas right. We are somewhat committed to this. <laughs> right. I was listening to that John, is it John Wong? James Wong. James Wong, of yeah. the interview, and I found it fascinating that the Archbishop of Canterbury told him. That he basically he, called him a liar. John Wong or James Wong yeah. called the Archbishop of Canterbury a liar yeah. essentially on, yeah. on, this, on this live stream yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing to me and then another thing because he told he said he, he gave um, James Wong a commitment that, that he personally the car, Justin Welby would never consent to the 
prayers for same-sex unions or whatever they are. And, well, I don't know how long, I don't know the time sequence, how long it was between the time he made that commitment and the time he did it, but... It was shorter than never. It was shorter than never, because James Wong was saying, saying in my, he was saying in my culture, if I'm getting whacked because people think I'm the gay church, I can't be the gay church in my culture. In any culture, you shouldn't be the gay church, but but in his especially, it was like it was coming down on him, and so he was saying, I I need your commitment. Well, and that's what the the supposed, or not supposed, but the the tears that Welby was crying, you know, because he knew that like people were going to be hurt and harmed across the communion and yet it should go through I mean that was the saddest and most pathetic display of corporate yeah. leadership I've like personally ever seen or at least it's ever affected me but it was all there it was all there in the beginning he he, he's, he this is the guy he has always maybe been maybe you were a little more winsome he's, than that <laughs> no one doesn't I mean if you, you, you catch more flaws with money but that's like nah vinegar works <laughs> <laughs> no but, he, but, he, but he, this is who he, he's always been I, I did not know he was duplicitous though and then, and then James Wan See, and that's the word that's isn't the, it yeah. that's the word that's the word uh, um, disingenuous I yeah. think you want to go just really, it, yeah. it, is, it is quite ridiculous. Same one thing. It's I, cynical. I, I think it's cynical is it too. Is like he's he's this, you know, he had some tragedy in his life. I mean, you know, he lost a child, and he, you know, I don't, I, I hope he's a Christian, you know. But at the same time, there seems to be a real cynicism about about um, what leaders could actually accomplish if they had any. Um, courage of their conviction, because he just basically is like Pilate, washing okay, his hands right, everything. Right, right. Okay, so now you, you're. You're a rector now. Yeah. You're a rector. Indeed. You're I used to be, but I'm... You used to be, right? I do more than most So, okay, so (laughs) I I bet each one of us has felt the temptation to to not say and not do what we know to be right. Because because we have people in our parish who will either leave or or will be hurt. Or or, or they'll tell someone else, like, that guy is such a jerk. Yeah. Or take money away. I mean, Or complain to the bishop. Right, right. So so that's that's, that's us on a a small level parish kind of thing. But so Justin Welby's, he's, to, to, to take the appointment as the Archbishop of Canterbury, you have much more to lose, right? You have yeah. you have you have everything to lose. Yeah. Well, that's so why relationships got, like this are so important. Right, right. We we talk to each other regularly. Right, right. We help right. each other stand firm. Well, but literally. We, well, we talk. No, oh, sorry. I was just going to say that that I don't know if something happens when you're you know, quote unquote first among equals, where you no longer <laughs> have. You, I mean, he does have. Except this is where people I feel are bad supposed for him to hold him accountable. Because the, the upper level, the upper level, for lack of better word, management in the Church of England. Um, are people that have given up the convictions a long time ago, or at least at least it seems that. Oh well, yes. I mean, yeah, like That's Stephen Cottrell, oh. you know that other the quote unquote Archbishop of York. Um, yeah. You know he he's all but like want to paint one of his his cathedrals yeah. with a rainbow yeah. flag. I mean, it's well, been well, it kind of functions on two levels. Well, it? you know so, better so, than I do. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it functions on two levels. So, so part of it is like kind of you can just psychoanalyze it, can't you? And, it, and it's the need to. Well, whenever these things happen, right? I just think of that great song from. Um, I just think of what well, so name Kristen Chenoweth going popular. You're gonna be popular. <laughs> uh, it's that kind of that great desire to need to be liked, right? And to need to hold it all together. But I actually want to say, underneath it is a just a theological naivety about what true unity in the church really is, That's right. uh, and, and, and what it flows yeah, from. Yeah. And so, and so, it's it's that notion of well, it's presupposing that we are united. And because we're one organization. Because we're one organization, right. quite frankly. Um, but we can't talk about anything important. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. Um, rather than actually going, there is this natural unity that 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 um that 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 comes, and I feel very united to you guys. I know one of you are, are quite well. The other two are oh, best friends. You know, yeah. Fair enough. And it's not just because you poured me a nice drink in my glass. It's because actually there's something fundamental that 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 unites us. I'm t- we're talking to people today. Talking to bishops who go, this isn't the Lambeth Conference. This isn't the Lambeth Conference. A very senior cleric I got to speak to today as part of our interview process um, afterwards was saying to me, I've been to Lambeth. Lambeth was just painful, 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 painful. The whole thing, I had to be careful, whatever. This whole thing is a, is a delight. Mm. And here's the thing, there is not a moment when I have to be guarded. Mm. because there is a genuine unity here um, in, in the spirit. Uh, one of our, our panelists tonight on our, on our, on our panel on, on, on the heart of Gathlin, uh, she, she nailed it. She said, you know what, it's really interesting, isn't it? Um, we, oft, we so often get called, we're the divisive ones, we're the ones splitting it up. We've just basically heard today that the Global South and the GAFCON just want to get it together. This yeah. is the right. most unified moment in like the history of the Anglican Communion. That's right, that's it's right. What's, what's going on here? So, so that's the problem with Welby. Theologically underneath, he's lost sight of what it is that unifies. Right? Unite your people. You're, you're, you, in your truth, your word is truth. Amen. Yeah. This does, I mean, this may be too much to even talk about in this podcast, but mm-hmm. we're already at minute 27. But... but I mean, what 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 is the Anglican Communion? Because 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 traditionally it is centered, or not traditionally, but officially it's centered on Canterbury yeah. and the instruments of communion. And this statement, I think, is going to break that apart, or, or suggest that that should be broken apart. Allegedly, and, and it's going to call it yeah. allegedly. Well, let's put it this but you way. did start and hearing language yesterday about the Canterbury Communion. We did. The church in Nigeria took that position quite a while ago where they said it's it in articles. Right. And uh, how might we put it uh, carefully without breaching the obligations we're under? Um, that sense has rippled through Orthodox or Anglicanism. Right. So it, it is. It is. It is that that um, confessional basis Amen. that holds us together. So I mean, I, I think we're. I mean, again, without trying to say too much, it looks like we're. It looks like we're actually in in a functional way having two communions, but we're saying we're the same. So, so one communion is saying we're the communion, and I think the other one will be saying the same thing, yes, yes. functionally, yes. And it's going to be. But if all the members be, of each communion said it at the same time, one would be dramatically louder than the other. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, we'll put it this way. Yesterday, um, show of hands. If all of them jumped at the same time, there would be a small right. earthquake. <laughs> yesterday, retired Bishop um, Keith Sinclair of the Church of England uh, um, said, you know. We talked about him. He, he was inspiring, that guy. You know, revived, reformed, but then that last word, reordered. But what we're seeing here today is we're saying we, we're going to now set the reorder. So, so it's, there's almost a sense in which it's it's saying to Welby and whoever's in charge of the Anglican Communion Office now, I don't know who it is and whatever, who cares anymore? Because what you know, what matters? Um, um, Trinity Wall Street can pay them as much as they want; they are in charge of anything. Um, and um, we're just saying to them, you do what you want. Right. We're going to go and be the Anglican Communion here. It's like that. It's like that moment. How did I put it to someone today? Um, there's that famous let's roll moment that is legendary in, in American United uh, 93 yeah United 93 right it's like let's roll worked it's like the it's like Gafcon and the Global South went let's roll <laughs> <laughs> this is like on the line for, our, for our, our American listener I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> culturally I'm, I'm, I'm culturally I'm stepping into your culture gentlemen <laughs> appropriation uh, um, <laughs> and the cultural appropriation right. I'm stepping into that I'm contextualizing into your culture it's like it's like it's like they went 
this week we're going, let's roll. And, and we, and we, and we're going to get, it's going to work. Well, that sounds like a good note to end on. We'll certainly have more to talk about as the week progresses. I think we're going to hear the statement. I'm sure it will be made public on Friday sometime. I, Friday here in Kigali will be very early Friday morning, probably in the States. Um, but that is going to be all the time that we have for ourselves tonight. Uh, thanks for listening to Stand Firm. You can check back with us two more times, I think, here from Rwanda, Thursday and Friday. As always, though, if you want to keep the conversation going, you can be in touch with us, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, send us an email, mailbag at standfirminfaith.com, or join the Anglicans for the Gospel Facebook group. Thanks to J.D. Koch, Matt Kennedy, and David Old. I'm Nick Lannon, and Lord willing, We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, by the grace of God and Jesus Christ, we'll be standing firm.